0: Welcome, everybody, to Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster, here today with another episode. And today we are continuing Why Mormonism Isn't True, our series. This is part two uh, of that series, and we're just going to continue and try to remain objective. We are going to go through two or three points, and then I'm going to read again from How You Went to a Mormon Lately and talk about some contradicting verses or prophecies and in the book Mormon and throughout Mormon history. But let's go on and start with our first point. Joseph Smith was arrested and jailed in Idaho in conjunction with the failed bank venture, one of the many fraud claims against Smith, though n- never tried for this uh, offense for lack of evidence. He was placed silver coins atop boxes of rocks to assure his fellow Mormon investors that the bank was solvent. Uh, point two. The Mormon church based in Utah is the largest of several factions organized after Joseph Smith revealed the restoration of a gospel no one knew was missing. The Utah Mormons were formerly known as the Brighamite Branch. After Smith's death, many pretenders vied for Smith's place of power and wealth, each claiming to have the correct priesthood authority, although no one obviously had enough authority. It seems that Smith had always intended that. Either one of his brothers or his oldest son take over the seat as prophet. No succession mechanism existed after Smith's death, even though he sold his brand of religion as a restored gospel of Jesus Christ, necessarily restored because the ancient priesthood somehow died now during the rise of Christianity, though no mention of this pre- priesthood exists as such in the New Testament. It took Brigham Young three years to solidify his own rule, uh, leaving Nauvoo for Utah with less than half of the saints. And let's just go ahead and talk about uh, probably the best point in this. I don't necessarily care about the prophets and, uh, they, and them fighting with each other because I find it unimportant. I want to talk about um, the point that I put here about this religion being the restored gospel. That is a huge problem that I have with Mormonism because you first have to prove that the gospel was lost. There is no evidence of it. In fact, there is evidence that we still have the same gospel, the same traditions, and the same scriptures that we had when the Bible was first written. It is very hard to make the case that the Bible is inaccurate. I made this point during the midweek special when we were talking about Mormonism last time. Uh, It's very, very hard to make the argument that uh, that Mormonism was essentially lost and that it was restored. One of my friends um, made the point, and it was a very ignorant point in that, that he said maybe the Book of Mormon was in the council in Nicaea, and they just got rid of it. Well, then you would have to prove uh, necessarily how the document got there. Because the Book of Mormon was written by mostly prophets in the Americas, if I have that right. If you're a Mormon and I'm wrong, go ahead and email me. But uh, as to my knowledge, it was um, written in America. And also, if the Book of Mormon existed, then we would have ancient documents either of the Book of Mormon, not necessarily the original, but we would have some of the Book of Mormon, or... Uh, you would have some sort of confirmation that some of these events happen like we have with a lot of the events in the Bible. Those would be my two arguments against it. And I think they're very good arguments, honestly, that no LDS person has been able to answer besides saying pray about it and have faith in it. Now, let's go ahead and move on to J.M.R. Spencer's book. Have You Witnessed a Mormon Lately? Again, if you have not got this book, you should get it. It is a very well-written book and has helped me a lot with witnessing to my LDS, brothers and sisters. And it says on page 151, uh, some topics you should understand. It's a chapter. The conflicting of false prophecies of Mormondom. The Mormon Church is supposedly the Church of Restoration. Joseph Smith was to restore the plain and precious truths. Which have been lost. The agent of uh, restoration is revelation. The facts, however, don't match the claim. Mormonism refuses more, confuses more than it clears up. Mormonism is replete with conflicting prophecies like these. Behold, David and Solomon truly had many wives and concubines, which which thing was abominable before me, saith the Lord. Jacob two twenty four. And then then it says I the Lord justified David and Solomon as touching the principle and doctrine of their having many wives and concubines. God changeable uh, Wilfred Woodruff God himself is increasing and progressing in knowledge, power and dominion, and will do so worlds without end. And then this is what Joseph Fielding Smith said. The doctrine God increases in knowledge as time goes on is very dangerous. I don't know where the Lord has ever declared such a thing. One God, Book of Mormon. And zezrom said unto him, is there more than one God? And he answered, no. Alma eleven twenty six through 29. And then Brigham Young says, how many gods are there? I do not know. But there was never a time when there was not gods. And then... Then Brigham Young states this: Do you think we shall ever be admitted as a state into the union without denying the principle of polygamy? If we are not admitted until then, we shall never be admitted. These things are just as the Lord will. And then Wilford Woodruff said, "I hereby declare my intention to submit to the polygamy laws and to the use and to use my influence within the members of the church to have them do likewise." Then. Brigham Young says this: Adam was made from the dust of an earth, but not the dust of this earth. And then Joseph Fielding Smith said, Adam's body was created from the dust of the ground and that is from the dust of this ground, this earth. Adam God, but Spencer W. Kemble, we denounce the Adam God theory, and hope that everyone will be cautioned against this and other kinds of false doctrine. Adam God, Brigham Young. How much unbelief exists in regard to one particular doctrine, which God revealed to me, namely that Adam is our father and God. Just from those few texts and quotes alone, you can see the contradictions between uh, the Mormon prophets and the Mormon uh, books. You can see how their doctrine has evolved. And if you're an LDS person listening to this, you cannot answer that with coincidences. I was listening to uh, Heart of the Matter the other day, and went, this dude, John O'Fallon, called in to Sean McCranny. And when Sean McCranny brings this point up, uh, he just says uh, um, he was speaking as a man. And and Sean's like, really? And that's what I was looking at. It's like you create so many excuses for these people But the problem is they weren't speaking as a man. And even if they were, they're a prophet of God. So why would they be preaching false doctrine? That makes no sense. You cannot get around that. And that is uh, just the point I wanted to make. Thank you guys for listening to Common Sense Christianity. Please subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five-star review. Share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever is interested in listening uh, to me Rant about religion and politics and all that um, fun controversial stuff. If you have any questions, email me at podcast at gmail.com. Also, go to our Instagram account. Uh, What is it called? Oh, Common Sense Christianity. Gosh, I almost forgot our own Instagram. Also, check out our our website. I will put that in the description below. And we are working on your YouTube channel. Pray for us to continue the ministry. Uh, Support us by going and sharing the podcast. And please... Please, guys, email me with your questions. And until next time, I am Ethan Foster, the host of the greatest podcast out there, Common Sense Christianity. You just listened to an episode of Common Sense Christianity. I'm your host, Ethan Foster, as always. And we love doing this for you guys. Please share the podcast with your friends and family if you like it. And frankly, even if you don't. Uh, subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review so that more people can hear the word of God. And until next time, God bless you.